hands to the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I love this song. I don't know how many of us know it. It says that. Hosanna in the highest. Let our King be lifted up. Hosanna. 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 Up your hands one more time, sing Hosanna. Hosanna. Oh, in the high, oh, let our king be lifted Oh, Said higher, oh higher, oh higher, oh Jesus, you be lifted higher, higher, oh higher. Let our King be lifted up. Oh, let our King be lifted up. Oh, Father, we thank you so much for this morning. Thank you for a day like this to remember your triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Today we come into your presence still singing Hosanna for indeed you are our king and you come riding into our lives with great blessings. This morning I pray, O God, that you will touch every one of us in this place. May we experience your power, your majesty, your blessing, your grace, and most importantly, your salvation. May we not leave here the same. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Um, we are English service. We are service after. But we are going to be here. So what is it? Anna. We are going to English. But we are going to be here in Tibro. Okay. <laughs> what a shock. Right, turn with me to Matthew chapter 21. Today is um, Palm Sunday, isn't it? It's a day that we eat palm nut soup, isn't it? 
Uh, and then what else? But it's a special day because it's the day that Jesus took the decision that I'm going to the cross. Wow. And he rode into Jerusalem. Amen. So Matthew chapter 21 verse 4. The Bible says that all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a coat. It said, The fall of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And they brought the ass and the coat, and put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. So today we have come with our branches, isn't it? Beautiful. And the multitude that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he, blessed is he, David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. This is Jesus. I said, This is Jesus. Anytime Jesus comes, there's a stare. Things begin to happen. Hallelujah. Today we are talking about rejoice, your king cometh. Mm. Rejoice, your king cometh with salvation. Now, this scripture is giving us a story of something that happened many, many years ago, just before Jesus died. And we are in the week, uh, what they call the Passion Week. Some people even call today the Passion Sunday. You know. And um, Jesus had to take a decision. He had been preaching for three years. And you know, sometimes there are some things that must happen in a certain way. You will try different ways. The way it must happen, that is how it, has, it must happen. So you will move and move and move. You see that the thing is still the, the same thing. There are some people, they need to do something. Maybe you need to go to school and finish it. But you will not go. You are trying other means to make it in life. Shortcut. But you are trying, trying, trying. Still, you are not making it. It's not working because the main thing is still the main thing. When you arrive, they will be asking you for your qualifications. Then you are standing there. You don't have any qualification because you felt that, no, let me use another means. Shortcut. Which is what the devil tried to do for Jesus. When the Bible says that when he was tempted in the wilderness, the devil said to him, if you can bow down to me, I will give all these things to you. Which was true. Jesus did not argue with him because he knew that the devil had that power. He didn't argue when the devil said it. Because Adam lost the world, the earth and everything to the devil. When he sinned, he sort of sold it to the devil. Yeah. And so all of us find ourselves under the bondage of the devil. 
And Jesus had to do something. There was only one thing that could set us free. Which was, he shedding his blood and his blood washing away our sins. That was the only thing. Nothing else could save us. So when the devil said, bow down, you know, it sounded like a very easy way. Don't go to the cross. Bow, bow down. And I'll give you all these things that you are going to struggle for. You don't need to. I can give it to you. Yeah. But, you see, the devil, he, he's a, he's a, he's a, what's the word to use for him? Schema. Anything he says, he's lying. The thing about him, he's a, he's a master dribbler. The thing about him is that he will say 99% truth. But 1% lie. I tell you. Yeah. Oh, what did 1% do? Try putting 1% of poison in water and drink it and see whether it will not do anything to you. So that 1% is enough to kill you. So Jesus said, I will not bow. He said, we shall only worship God the Father. We shall not worship any other person. Are you there? So let's go back home. So Jesus went through preaching, healing, raising the dead. But he knew that there was still just one thing that had to be done. Which was that he had to go to the cross and die. And so the Bible says that he made up his mind. He set his face like a flint. He said, I'm going to the cross. I am going to die. So that you and I can have salvation. Oh, hallelujah. And he moved. And that is where this story comes up. As he was entering Jerusalem, he had to enter majestically, triumphantly, for the devil to know that he is coming. He is not afraid. I came to tell you that the devil, this Jesus is not afraid of the devil's things. And he rode majestically into Jerusalem. Four things I want to discuss this morning before we close. When you look at all these things that Jesus did, number one, Jesus fulfilled prophecy. When he rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, he fulfilled prophecy. In Zechariah chapter 9, Zechariah prophesied in verse 9. He said, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king cometh. Hallelujah. Unto thee. Hallelujah. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the fall of an ass. This is exactly what happened. Jesus rode into Jerusalem as was prophesied about him. Listen, you must, you must fulfill prophecies in your life. Don't fulfill bad prophecies. Fulfill good prophecies. Yeah, when they say that, uh, uh, the Bible says that, uh, uh, what that scripture says that, uh, don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is. It's a prophecy that some people will forsake the assembly. Why do you join yourself to that a prophecy? So you don't come to church sometimes. <laughs> it's a prophecy. One small boy, his father went to church on 
Palm Sunday, the father came home holding branches and how we are holding. I'm sure when he arrived home. Then the son didn't go to church that day. He was sick. So when the father came with the decision, he was asking, what, are, what is this thing? He said, oh, when Jesus came to town, <laughs> people took palm branches and they were waving. That's why we are also having fun. The boy stood there for a long time. He said, ah, today that I didn't go to church, Jesus has come to church. But you see, Jesus came to church all the time. But sometimes people feel that, oh, there are some days he doesn't come, so some days I can stay at home. But he comes to church all the time. And the Bible says that this prophecy was fulfilled. Rejoice. And we have every cause to rejoice as a church. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. Amen. In fact, he says, shout, shout, shout. Oh, this is your shout. It's not the correct shout. Why? Because the entering in of Jerusalem, Jesus is bringing salvation to you. Hallelujah. I thought somebody was going to put your hands together for Jesus. Salvation. If Jesus had not entered Jerusalem, you and I would not be here by now. We would have died in our sins as some people are dying because they are not accepting Jesus. But he brought salvation. And we have cause to rejoice. And what does this salvation entail? Verse 10. The Bible says that, quickly, And I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim, and the horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off. Hey! May any battle you are going through be cut off in the name of Jesus. Whatever battles you are fighting, when Jesus comes in, the battles come to an end. And the Bible says that he shall speak peace. <laughs> he shall speak peace. Bible says that of the increase of his government and of his peace, there shall be no end. When he comes, he is the only person who speaks peace. When Jesus comes, the first thing he brings into your life is peace. One of the ways you, you will know that God is speaking to you is when you begin to feel peace in your heart. A lot of people are wondering, how can I know God is speaking to me? Bible says that let the peace of God rule in your heart. So let the peace rule, that means that let the peace be the thing that will be the referee. In other words, when you are going through something and you are not sure, it's like playing football, we are playing. So long as the referee has not blown the whistle, we don't stop, we are just still playing. But as soon as he blows, upside, free kick. It means we have to stop. So when you are doing something and you are not at peace, you are entering into a marriage, you are not at peace. You are going to do some business, you are not at peace. It means that the peace of God is speaking. And that means that God says that that thing is not good. Yeah. Sometimes a man may be carrying car keys and you'll be waving it. He has a Mercedes Benz. Whatever class. But even though he has all the things, he has a nice house, five bedroom house at uh, Gaussu Extension and other places. But you are not at peace. Sometimes I see people, they marry, they are not at peace, they just marry. 
Don't marry when you are not at peace. You will see that God was right. <laughs> He's always right. That is why the Bible says that, and the peace of God that passes all understanding. Because sometimes the person may not have car keys. He may not have nine shoes. He may not have five bedroom house. But somehow you are at peace in your heart. That is a peace that passes understanding. Because sometimes the peace, it is peace with understanding. But it's because you have seen a car. That's why you are saying that's why you are saying that. But what I'm saying is that Jesus, when he comes into your life, he comes with peace. Peace. He said, my peace I give to you. He said, not as the world gives to you, but that which I give to you. The peace that Jesus gives to you is a different peace from what the world will give to you. The world is looking for peace. They are doing all these type of United Nations, whatever, whatever. Peace talks, whatever. Is it bringing peace? Because the Prince of Peace is not a part of what they are doing. But when Jesus comes in, peace will come to this world. Somebody shout, Jesus. All that you are doing will never bring peace. Because Jesus is not in the equation. But when he comes, the Bible says, He shall speak peace unto the heathen. And his dominion shall be from sea to sea. (laughs) Sea to sea. Many years ago, when TV used to start from 6 p.m., these days they show 24 hours, you see. But I, I was alive when TV used to start from 6 p.m., and then they closed at 11 p.m., just five hours. Yeah. And in the, you see that there are some people, when we're in school, those days we were in tech, Katanga, people will go and sit at the, 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 the uh, JCR. They'll be sitting down there, Waiting. So the TV, when you switch it on, the thing has not started. So it will be shh. Then they'll be watching. Uh, just how many of you here will school home? Watching the TV. Shh. Then the thing will start. Uh, then it's like, yeah, nah, uh, what is that? Then they will start singing some songs. Or then they start moving on. Uh. Then they will go to the end. They don't do anything. They'll just sit down at the chase. They are watching TV. Then they will do reflection. They will do. Then they do. So we used to call them she. To she, because they, they will just be watching from she to she. So when they say from sea to sea, I'm talking about somebody who has a certain dominion. And from the river even to the ends of the earth. Listen, the gospel of Jesus Christ must be preached to the ends of the earth. We must take it to the ends of the earth. Everybody needs to hear about this gospel. Everybody in Obuasi must hear about Jesus Christ. He is the only Prince of Peace that can save us to the ends of the earth. And what will happen? The Bible says in verse 11, He said, As for you also, this is what is going to happen to you. He said, By the blood of your covenant, because you have given your life to Jesus, because you have received Jesus into your life, the Bible says you have entered into a covenant with him. And by the blood of that covenant, because that blood he shed, we entered into a covenant. Yeah. Blood, shedding of blood, is what takes us into covenant. Covenants are sealed with blood. Yeah, that's why a young lady 
you shouldn't just give yourself to any man. Because as your virginity is taken away, blood is shed, you are sealed the certain covenant with that person. What a shock. God made it such that the covenant will be broken with your husband. Then it will be sealed. I mean, the covenant will be made then to be sealed with the blood that is shed. But Jesus shed his blood on the cross. And he entered into a better covenant for us. The covenant we had before was not a good covenant. But today I came to announce to you, I don't know what covenant you have entered into. Covenant with some old boyfriend. Covenant with certain malam or juju men. But I came to tell you, there's a better covenant with Jesus Christ. Somebody shout Jesus. What covenants are you in? There are people sometimes they are in the church. They are wearing a, a, a talisman and other things. You will see people, they are church people, they go to other places. And they are entering into certain covenants. Am I preaching to somebody? Where are the places you have been going to? Sometimes you see young people playing football. You see these footballers. They are doing all sorts of things. You do things. I'm telling you, you can't be joking with the devil. The devil, he doesn't joke. Bible says his agenda is three. To steal to kill, and to destroy. He doesn't have anything good for anybody. Come to Jesus. A better covenant. I say a better covenant. He says, by that covenant, he said, I am going to set forth the prisoners out of the pit wherein there is no water. By that covenant, when you are in covenant with Jesus, whatever pit you are in, pit of loneliness, pit of poverty, pit of failure, whatever pit you are in, you can come out of that pit because you have a better covenant. Somebody shout yes. But when you are not in the covenant with Jesus, you will stay in the pit and die in the pit. I love it. He said he has set the prisoners free. What prison are you in? Some people are in a prison of depression. It's as if you are drunk quinine, and then when you finish drinking it, you baptize yourself in starch. So you couldn't do anything about your face. Because that quinine is in you, you know. Went to me and said, Yeah, when you mean you're baptized, it's a cat. Why? What pit, what prison are you in? Prison of family cases. You need to come to Jesus. Oh, I don't know when I'm preaching to somebody here. You know, one time I was just looking at my family. I looked at my dad. He had some other, other one or two. Apart from my mother, another. I said, hey! When I was looking at the family, I saw my brother's one or two. Now he says, how do you wait? If I don't take care, it will come down to me. One or two. No, sometimes you are watching the thing, you think it's normal. It's not normal though. It's the spirit that is flowing in the family. But may Jesus deliver you from that prison. 
You see some people are quarantined for in the family. They cannot stop drinking. People drinking, drinking, drinking. It is a spirit. It is a stronghold. But when you come to Jesus, He brings you out of that pit. He brings you out of that stronghold. I see you coming out. He will send forth thy prisoners out of the pit where there is no water. What pit doesn't have water? It is the grave. We should have been dead by now. I should have been in my grave. People will be coming. Oh, oh, we'll save you. Oh, oh. Now lie. The devil is a liar. I said, the devil is a liar. You shall live and not die. He wants you to die. You will not die. I said, you will not die. Satan, we shall not die. Say, I shall not die. But live to declare the works of the Lord. He didn't want me to be standing here preaching today. He didn't want me to come and share the word of God with you. But thank God. I said, thank God. Jesus rode on the donkey. He came into Jerusalem. He came to where I was. And he brought salvation to me. Today, may you also receive salvation. Setting you free. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. I'm telling you, if Jesus doesn't set you free, nobody can set you free. It will feel like you are free, but you're not, you're not free. As you are moving around, you can sleep with any girl. You think you are free. You are not free. You are in bondage. You can't stop having sex with people. You say you are free. You are not free. You are not free. As you are moving around, you can't stop drinking. You can't stop fornicating. You can't stop stealing. You can't stop lying. It's a prison you are in. But that's why Jesus had to come. People didn't know that that's what's coming in. These were the things he was coming with. And the Bible says in verse 12, I'm enjoying myself so much. The time is... So he said, Ten! <laughs> Turn. Stop looking at other things. Turn to the stronghold. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. I'm talking about Jesus. He is the stronghold. Nobody else is the stronghold. It's the only place where you can be where you'll be safe. Turn to the stronghold. Ye prisoners of hope. You know, once you know Jesus, you become a prisoner of hope. No, you, you cannot be discouraged anymore. Hope has put you in a prison. You want to move out of it, but you can't move because you are in a prison. You are being held captive by hope. Yeah, sometimes we feel like giving up. How many sometimes you feel like giving up? But because you are a prisoner of hope, Christ in you is the hope of glory. You can't just give up. You will still keep believing. Look at the nearest prisoner of hope and tell the person, you know, <laughs> we can't do anything. No. We, we have to keep believing. One day we will arrive in heaven. I said, one day we shall arrive in heaven. It will be a very beautiful sight. And he said, because you still believe in me. He said, I promise you that today I will render double whatever you have lost. 
may you receive a double portion of it. As I look at my life, I see a double portion. I'm far happier than I used to be. When you're drinking, you think you are very happy, but you wake up in the morning and you realize that they're crying here, you cry. Foolishness. But when I found Jesus, I have multiple joy. Somebody said, when Paul said, rejoice, again I say, rejoice. He said, re means repeat. <laughs> and joys means multiple joy. So rejoice means that you are having joy multiple all the time. Oh, receive joy in your life. Anything that has brought sorrow, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. My time is up, but let me just add one more thing. When they sang Hosanna, a lot of people don't know what Hosanna means. I think it's just a term where just, Hosanna, Hosanna. But Hosanna means save us. So as he was moving, and the people were singing, Hosanna, Hosanna, they were shouting, save us. They needed salvation. And the man had salvation with him. But you see, many times, people are looking for salvation in a certain way. People can believe that just giving your life to Jesus is the way by which you can be saved. No. And the kind of salvation they were looking for, because they were being ruled by the Romans, they wanted Jesus to come and free them. (laughs) But you see, Jesus has a better salvation than what you have. Sometimes you may not come out of the situation, but the thing that he has given to you is far greater than what you have. I remember one time I was not well. And I remember Bishop Dag, he told one of the doctors in the church, do a test. Find out what it is. I don't know. I, I want you to check for some things. And I wasn't feeling well. I remember the doctor called me. And she said, hello. I think I was the reverend or pastor or whatever. I have good news. I said, what is it? Because I was still feeling sick. So I don't know what good news is. So the good news is that what we were thinking it was, that is not it. So that's the good news. I said, ah. Now, I'm so not well, you say it's good news. But when they compare what it would have been if it was that situation, it would have been far worse. What I have is far better. So be happy with that one. You know, sometimes when Jesus comes into your life, you expect that everything should go away. But it doesn't happen. Sometimes for some people, some things, everything goes away. But sometimes you still, you still have your problems with you. When the Bible says that good news, he is coming with good news. We thought that he was bringing us cars and houses and whatever. But the good news is that you will go to heaven. That is a better news than having a car. I don't know why you are not clapping. (laughs) So as the people were shouting salvation, they were not ready to receive salvation. But Acts 4, 12, the Bible says that there is salvation in no other name. Not in Krishna, not in Buddha, not in Mohammed. There is salvation in no other name but the name of Jesus Christ. If you want salvation, come to Jesus. Without Jesus, you can't have salvation. 
It said, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That's how come you can have salvation. There's no other way. This is the way to salvation. So as we are shouting, Hosanna, are we prepared for the salvation he has for us? And you know, the people later who were shouting, Hosanna, 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 Hosanna. The same people started shouting, crucify him, crucify crucify him. Because they were looking at something, they were expecting something they were not seeing. They were expecting somebody with machine gun, <laughs> ballistic missile, fighting and killing people. But the man came in the donkey. Peace. Now we thought he would be holding some sword or something. He's holding palm branches, just moving. Oh! Is this the guy coming to save us? When they took him, and they, were, they shipped him and all that. The people, they lost hope. Because they felt that he should have... Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Now, that is how the world thinks. That a hero must be somebody who is killing people. You watch the movie. See, aha, uh-huh, Jack, you know. Jack, you know. Or you're tough, sir, Jack, you know. Or it is not everything that you win by fighting. Jesus knew that he wouldn't win this battle by fighting. No, they made a Chinese movie because when you say this, people think that we are joking. There was a Chinese movie. The Chinese Jesus. That everything they are doing. So, Jesus, they put Jesus on the cross. A Chinese man. And they were nailed, they nailed him to the cross. And as he was there, the people were laughing at him. La 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 la. If you are the king, come down here. And he was watching them. I said, You people, stop what you are doing now. It's a film, Jesus. Stop what you are doing now. Hey, hey, they are waiting. I will charge you. I will charge you. The people were doing, hey, you can't do anything. Before we saw, the man on the cross, he removed his hand from the cross. He killed all the people. Then some other people came to hold him, then they put him back on the cross. No. That is not the Jesus that we serve. The Jesus that we serve. I said the Jesus that we serve. He came on the donkey, coolly riding in, but it was majestic riding in. He was overcoming the devil. He was overcoming situations. He was turning bad things around. He was bringing people out of the grave. You should see what happened when he died on the cross. People were coming out of the graves. But he didn't fight anybody. He didn't fight. He didn't fight. I don't know what you are connected to. But you see, when Jesus took the place of Barabbas, he took your place. A thief and a murderer. 
Oh, Bishop, I'm not a thief. You are not a thief. <laughs> you are not a murderer. So anybody who hates his brother is a murderer. Oh, me, I'm not a fornicator. Anybody who has looked at a woman and has lasted after the woman in his heart. How many of you have seen a woman you have looked at her? Including the pastors. So you cannot say that you, you were that Barabbas. But Jesus said, I will die in your place. I will die in your place. So that you will have life. Today I want us to know that the coming of Jesus into Jerusalem was to come and take your place. So that you will have life. He came to take your poverty. So that you will be rich. He came to take the death that you should have died. So that you will have life. He came so that the, the peace that you don't have in your life, you will have that peace. Today, I don't know. But there's only one way. is to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. I pray that on this Hosanna Palm Sunday, you will open up your heart. For Jesus to write in. Jesus to write in. Bible says in Psalm 24, verse 7, He said, open up, they said, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up ye everlasting doors. He said, and the king of glory shall come in. I see the king of glory coming into your life. Lift up the doors of your marriage and let the king of glory come in. Lift up the doors of your life and let the king of glory come in. And when he comes in, he'll bring you peace, he'll bring you life, he'll bring you joy, and above all, he'll bring you salvation. Stand to your feet. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. I see the King of glory. Mm. The whole shame. The whole shame. Oh, I see His love and mercy. Mm. Running up the God with us. Put a word there for us. The whole shit is worship, please. The whole shit. Oh, Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Oh, Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Second verse. Come on. Oh, I see the. Second verse. Is that it? Amen. Give me what was there. The whole shit. That's not correct. Here we go back. The whole shit. I see his love and mercy. I see his love and mercy. Washing over all our sin. Washing over all our sin. The people sing. The people sing. 
Yours. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Everything I have, everything I have for your kingdom's cause. As I walk from earth into eternity. Listen. This Hosanna, we will sing it one day in heaven. Amen. Bible says in Revelation 7 verse 9, Bible says, And there were great multitudes that no man could number. And all of them were holding palm, palm branches, and they were weaving it in heaven. I tell you, this is just a rehearsal of what is going to take place in heaven. Today, maybe you are here, somebody invited you to church. But you don't know Jesus. The Prince of Peace. The Savior of the world. You don't know him as your Lord and Savior. But today Jesus wants to come into your life. Jesus wants to save you. I don't know what situations you are in. But he's able to bring you out of every prison. Today as every head is bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. You want to be born again wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you right where you are. God bless you. Let it go up. Above your head. Don't be shy. Today is a day of salvation. Don't be shy. God bless you. I see your hands lifted. I see your hands lifted. I see your hands lifted. Oh, why did you put your hand down? Let it go up. If you have lifted up, lift up your hand. Don't be afraid. Come. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to me right now. Come to me right now. Come. Let that child come. Come, my dear brother. Okay. Keep laughing for them. Face me. Clap for them as they come. Come all the way. Keep clapping. Come on to Jesus. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Oh, come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life today. Give him your life Come. today. Yeah. Come on to Jesus. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Those of you in front, please lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And we're going to pray. And I want everybody to join in as we pray. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today. Today. 
I thank you. I thank you. For dying on the cross. For dying on the cross. To save me from my sins. To save me from my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. I admit. I admit that I'm a sinner. That I'm a sinner. Wash away my sins. Wash away my sins. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today, from today, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. Amen. 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 Father, thank you for all these ones who have given their lives to you. Lord, I pray for them. Let none of them backslide. Raise them up as the next Bishop Dax, Bishop Sakis. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Use them mightily. Amen. Father, I pray. That their lives will please you. Amen. From today, may their lives not be the same Amen. again. Use them for your glory. Amen. Thank you, Father. May we find them in church 10 years after today. In Jesus' name. 20 years after today. In may Jesus they still name. be serving you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. I'm happy to see you guys here. God bless you. Every morning when I'm passing, I just pray over them. Lord, touch these ones. I'm happy to see you here. Yeah. They're always playing football there. God bless you. May you serve God. Listen, we also play football in the church. Yeah, so we want you to come and join us. Okay? And God will use you mightily. Young lady, what's your name? Huh? Lily, how old are you? Nine years. Yeah. You know, I've seen nine-year-olds give their life to Christ. I think Billy Graham gave his life to Christ at that age. Oh, young you know, so you never know. So when I see people stopping children from coming, don't stop them at all. You never know what she's going to become. Hallelujah. Beautiful. So um, we're going to speak with them. Yes. You see our brother standing here. Come this way. Can you wave your hand? He's going to talk to you for just three, four minutes. Then you come back and join us. Okay. God bless you. Please wow. go this way. That's Clap for them. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Hosanna. Hosanna, eh, Hosanna in the highest. Oh, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest.